This is uh, the 229th episode of uh, 200 on private equity. And here, uh, I'm going to be uh, picking up where I left off uh, with Exchange Act registration requirements. And if all listeners will recall, I shifted from the strictly uh, regulatory portion uh, to the FINRA portion, right? Which uh, folks who have either taken a Series 7 or some other FINRA exam, uh, you guys know that you got to uh, memorize all this stuff. So I'm um, getting double coverage here. Uh, so, uh, where did I leave off? Well, uh, the uh, Finner also requires that the broker-dealer have a reasonable basis to believe that the recommendation that she or he is making is suitable for a particular investor based on the investor's uh, investment profile. FINRA has refused to take the position that an investment is suitable for an investor simply because the investor is qualified to invest uh, in it because of a registration exemption. And finally, the broker-dealer who has actual or de facto control over the investor's account must have a reasonable basis for believing that a series of recommendation transactions, when taken as a whole, are not excessive in size or number or unsuitable for the investor. Uh, Finner, however, has offered exemptions from the second requirement on customer suitability when the broker-dealer or an associated person has a reasonable basis for believing that the institutional investor is capable of evaluating investment risks independently and the institutional investor affirmatively indicates for all potential transactions uh, for its accounts, um, for its account, I'm sorry, uh, that it is uh, exercising independent judgment on a trade-by-trade -trade basis, uh, on an asset class-by-asset -asset class basis, or in terms of all potential transactions for its account. Uh, the phrase institutional account here means that the institution is a bank, a savings and loan institution, an insurance company, a firm that is registered under the 1940 Investment Company Act, uh, an investment advisor registered with either the SEC or a state securities commission, or any other person with at least five, I'm sorry, 50 million in assets. Uh, when evaluating whether a broker-dealer has uh, breached her or his suitability obligation by engaging in excessive customer activity, an investment management firm should look to the turnover rate, cost-to-equity ratio, and a use of in-and-out trading in a customer's account. For the purposes of the suitability rule, the term customer generally includes a person who is not a broker or dealer and who opens a brokerage account at a broker-dealer or purchases a security for which the broker-dealer receives or may receive compensation even though the security is held at an, uh, uh, at an issue, uh, by an issuer, an issuer affiliate, or a custodial agent. The suitability rule applies when a broker-dealer uh, or, or, or her or his associated person uh, makes a recommendation to a potential investor who then becomes a customer by executing a recommended transaction through the broker-dealer uh, that made the recommendation. A potential customer... Uh, that uh, receives a recommendation from a broker-dealer but executes a transaction in the recommended security at a different broker-dealer is not a customer of the recommending broker-dealer. Uh, FINRA has issued guidance uh, here uh, under which a particular communications uh, content context and a presentation are important aspects of the determination. A broker-dealer or associated person may also make a recommendation where a particular communication from a firm or associated person to a customer suggests that the customer take action or refrain from taking action regarding a security or investment strategy. Uh, a communication is individually tailored to a particular customer or customers about a specific security or investment strategy or a series of actions that may uh, not constitute recommendations when viewed individually may amount to a recommendation when considered uh, in the aggregate. Uh, when it comes to online recommendations, uh, FINRA has provided four examples of messages that are covered under its rules. So you have customer-specific electronic communication to a target customer or targeted group of customers encouraging the particular customers to purchase a security. 
you have uh, emails stating that customers should be invested in stocks from a particular sector and urging customers to purchase one or more stocks from a list with buy recommendations. Uh, there's also coverage uh, for uh, uh, messages that send portfolio analysis tools that allow a customer to indicate uh, an investment goal and input. Uh, personalized uh, information such as age, financial condition, and risk tolerance, and a list of specific securities the customer could buy or sell to meet investment goals uh, that the customer has indicated. Uh, this also extends to specific investment suggestions that a customer buy or sell a security resulting from the use of data mining technology to analyze the customer's uh, financial activity, right? Uh, on the other hand, uh, Finner has also provided four examples of messages that are not covered under its rules, right? So you have, um, uh, what are these? Well, these are, uh, some examples here include a website that is available to customers or groups of customers that includes research pages or e-libraries that contain research reports, news, quotes, and charts that customers can obtain on request, uh, a website search engine that does not favor the firm's buy recommendation or stocks for which the firm makes a market and enables customers to sort through data available on the performance uh, of a broad range of stocks and mutual funds, uh, company fundamentals and industry sectors, uh, you have subscription emails that alert customers to news affecting the securities in the customer's portfolio or the customer's watch list, and you have uh, research tools on a website that allow customers to screen through a wide range of securities or an externally recognized group of securities and to request uh, a list of securities uh, that meet broad objective criteria without favoring the firm's buy recommendations or stocks uh, for which the firm uh, makes a market, right? And that concludes this 229th episode of uh, 200 on uh, portfolio, man. I'm sorry, private equity. Not, of course, ruling out the possibility of yet more bonus sessions.